Hello, all you gore fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How's it going? Amazing, because it's spooky season, booga booga booga. It has been spooky season for a while. Yeah, well, um, it's the very beginning of spooky season for a lot of people. Ours is all year round. But as of recording, it is September 1st. There are pumpkins at the store. There's pumpkin spice everywhere. It's officially begun, even on an early recording episode. Yeah, so uh, this is for Throw October, and I'll put this kind of closer towards Halloween. So yeah. if you're wondering, what am I actually going to watch on the day? Look, and there's nothing wrong with these. You have your trick-or-treats, you have your Halloweens, Hocus Pocus, all the usual things. This is some that still fit and aren't thought of as much, I'm thinking. That's the way I'm going with this. Yeah, this was a fun idea, because it's basically like, okay, it's Halloween day. You don't want to watch Halloween 1978 again. You don't want to watch Trick or Treat again. Or you've already watched it, and this is like a middle of the day thing of like, I got to fill some time with something. So these are things that, like, alternatives to watch on Halloween. Yeah. So uh, we each have 10. We said no repeats, which we don't have each other's list. So I said come up with a little more than 10 in case we have any repeats. Which so, is so funny as my list goes on. I know because Greg was like, I just don't want any repeats. I'm worried about that. And I'm like, there may be one or two, but other than that, I think we're okay. Oh, I didn't say I was worried about like I, Like you said, I have one, maybe two that might be a repeat. So right. that'd be about it. Yeah. Would you like to kick us off, my friend? Yes. Woo! Spooky. Um, I'm going to go back to childhood. You wake up, it's, it's fall weather outside, you know, mom and dad are getting the decorations out, they smell like basement or attic, and you turn on, you're flipping through the channels, what would, like, constantly be on for us? Ernest Scared Stupid. Well, I will take that off of my list. <laughs> I'm glad I said it first. Holy <laughs> shit. I was such a huge fan of Ernest growing up. I love all of his characters. As Now I like to do characters myself, but nowhere near as good as he does. He's the master. Um, but Ernest Scared Stupid he is actually kind of scary. Like the trolls are super mucusy. And it's like, they're not killing the kids, but they're definitely not being nice to them. No, and uh, the Kyoto Brothers, who did Critters and Killer Clowns and everything, they worked on the effects for this. Yeah, and repurposed Killer Clowns as the uh, troll things? Yeah. No, Earth Scared Soup is a great pick. This is actually one that I, I typically get in in October. I usually get yeah. this somewhere in there. It. I, I just will constant. I still remember Miak. And, like, the big troll thing being like, Miak? Because he's there's a smudge and the big book but yes and there's an amazing tree house like one of those amazing kid tree houses that no one ever had at the most you had what basically looked like a platform in a tree kind of like this is like big it had like a zip line there's like an actual inside of the tree house i don't think i actually do know anyone who had one of those no, it's been one of these giant, big movie tree houses, like um, Monster Squad. Yeah. Like how cool you know that what? is. 
Perfect segue, Brett, because on my list is the Monster Squad. Very nice. Not on my list, but amazing pick. Thought about it. Yeah, the Monster Squad's on mine because... Does it actually take place on Halloween? I don't think so. But it's all the monsters and everything, all the universal monsters being brought to 1980s today, and a bunch of kids have to, like, stop them. They work with Frankenstein's monster against Dracula and everything. This is a perfect Halloween movie watch, especially if you have, like, younger kids in your family you're watching or something, if you're a parent and trying to pick something while the kids are still around. This is a perfect one. Oh, for sure, because I love that they treat the universal monsters as it's not just like a version of Frankenstein, like how Robert De Niro was Frankenstein once kind of thing. Um, This is like the classics coming back. It's like your little action figure on your table. It looks exactly like that. The only reason they didn't get Lugosi is because he had been dead for 30 years. Yeah, but like it's it's a perfect movie for Halloween, I think. You can't get better than all of them together. It's... I'm a sucker for crossovers, too. I have been since I was a kid. Anytime something crossovers, I'm very happy. And they finally, this is like the ultimate crossover, because we've got all of them together. The Gill Man finally gets to join the fun. Exactly. What do you got next? Well, um, let me see what I want to do next. Okay, so we have covered this movie. Um, it didn't do amazing you people should really go back and watch this movie but it's the wnuf halloween special it's basically it's and i'm a sucker for vhs tapes it's basically like an 80s news report taped off of television commercials and all of like there's a Dennis trade like trade in for money for candy and oh beware during trick-or-treating make sure you have your flashlight but it's like the horrible monotone cop like your local cop would actually be and it's all centered around like this news uh broadcast and then there's this Halloween special afterwards at the spooky haunted house but it's just so worth it for the atmosphere this would be a good one like midday to put on as you're running around maybe getting decorations ready because you know you have to put everything in like one room like i'm gonna watch movies in this room everything's covered and then your wife comes home and goes what have you done to the room i'm usually in (laughs) so have you watched this more than once oh many many times i've seen this like seven eight times probably i'd say i only watched it when we covered it for the show that time and like I don't know if I could go back on it. I don't know how it would feel on a second watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I love it. I, I find myself finding things that I didn't notice before. Okay. So they, there you go. There's a new one. Did you see the sequel yet? No, I want to so bad, but I didn't want to like pay the price that they were asking when it first got released. So I'm crossing my fingers for a shutter release this October. Yeah, it, we'll be able to see it soon. All right, so what do I want to pick next? Um, We covered this last year. It's definitely 100% a Halloween movie. And I think when we did our bonus last year, you and Corey both picked it for your drive-in Halloween special. So, Night of the Demons. Very nice. Um, That was that you told me to come up with backups. That was one of the backups. If you've never seen Night of the Demons, it's... A bunch of kids go to party at the local haunted house place and everything, and things go wrong. But it doesn't do it justice, me saying that, because that makes it sound like something I don't want to see. 
But it's so good. I love this movie so much. You have Linnea Quigley going all weird and everything. One of our longest-running jokes of Plastic on the Furniture is from this movie, if you're wondering why we always reference that. This is a movie that I remember watching one time, like, years ago, and I didn't like it for some reason. And then we did it for the show, and I was, like, kind of dreading it. And then watching it again, basically for the first time, it felt like. So I was like, I don't remember any of this. Um, I loved it so much. It made me just want to, like, goth dance in front of the fireplace. Like, All the characters in this are actually pretty well fleshed out and everything, too. All these teens. There's the horrible old man wraparound story and everything. I love Night of the Demons. Yeah, it's really great. And we got to uh, watch a panel uh, live at a conference. Yeah, we did. By we, them. we saw um, with Linnea Quigley, and I can't think of her name now, but the one who plays Angela from Night of the Demons. Yeah, I think Amanda does something. I can't remember. Amelia, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Night of the Demons. Very nice. Um, I'm going, and this is a little shameless plug, but I'm going to put Mr. Lobo Presents the Visitants in there. Because it's Mr. Lobo's Halloween special from last year, and a certain person from Dimension Z might just be featured in the video itself, because he asked like fans to send in videos, like Halloween greeting videos, and I did, and I was picked. I got like a great spot, because I'm like right before the interview or something, or right after. I'm right around the interview. But The Visitants itself is not really a horror movie. It's more of a sci-fi movie. But it's Mr. Lobo's Halloween special. So that makes it count. Okay. I, this feels like a shameless plug, but I'll allow it. But it is fun. It, it's a really fun movie. It's one of Mr. Lobo's best episodes. And I'm not even just saying that because I'm kind of on it. No. Mr. Lobo, this is like him shining. Fine. Next, I'm going to pick Murder Size because I'm in it. No. <laughs> no, but it's the Halloween special. It's not like it was the Easter special when I was like, well, because I'm in it. I made a fit. I own it on DVD. I remember. That is a cool. I, I do like that one. I never yeah. watched. I just watched the part with you in it for a minute. I never watched the whole thing. <laughs> I will have to one day. It is a lot of fun. All right. So going to bring it more modern. Prop, definitely, I think, the most recent movie on my list. I'm going with Terrifier. Oh, okay. very The first one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Terrifier 1. Awesome. Yeah, it's such a fucking great movie. Now, I do recommend the double feature, but I'm just trying to play by the rules here. Since I'm just going with one, I'm going to say Terrifier. Oh, very nice. Yes. Um, it takes yeah, place on Halloween, the whole thing. So, perfect. Oh, yeah, they're dressed in costumes. Yeah, and... I don't know, if you want some more, like, gore sinister movie for your Halloween, I kind of balance, <laughs> this sounds so weird, I'm just picking about a day I watch movies, but I try to balance my vibes for my Halloween picks a little bit, so, like, if I watch something like Monster Squad or Hocus Pocus, either before or right after that, it'll be something like Terrifier. I try to, like, keep that roller coaster going the whole day. Right, so you're not just nothing but, like, PG stuff, but you're also not just gore fiending out. Exactly. No, Terrifier 1 is such an amazing pick. Um, Because now the 2's out, 1 isn't like people aren't really talking about 1 a whole lot. If anything, they're thinking about 3. But it's great how, like, what that movie came out so many years before 2016. 2 came out. Yeah. And the fact that they got to bring it back, and now Terrifier 2 did so great, and they're talking about theatrical with 3? Holy shit. 
Yeah. I just think this is a really, this is not every year. I probably don't two or three years had this close to my Halloween watch. So this one definitely belongs in here. I agree. Next, I'm going to go with a movie that I was looking back at a, like a few of my lists on Letterbox of like, what have I watched like the last few years when I've been making these lists? What keeps showing up? And one of them was The Old Dark House with Boris Karloff. Fucking great movie. Very atmospheric, black and white, old school universal, but not monster universal. But yeah, it is also like a little funny. I actually expected this to pop up on your list. This is what I was waiting to see. Yeah, it's just one of those ones of like, it's not one of the more well-known horror movies from the time. But it's so good, and I find myself re-watching it every October. So I feel like yeah. this is a good like atmospheric one to throw on. Yeah, definitely. This will be a fun Halloween day. Watch while you're handing out candy or something. Yeah, exactly. And it's safe to put on like handing out candy because there's not going to be a Linnea Quigley butt show up or anything. Shame. Yeah, but there is an old lady who has a beard. Next, I'm going to go with one that not every year, but for my running out of all these ones. So excluding the obvious ones that probably I do watch on Halloween day more than anything else I'm going to say here. And that's Mars attacks. I watch almost every Halloween. That's interesting. That's a, that's definitely a very different kind of movie to watch on Halloween, but it fits because look at what spirit did this year. It was like one of the main movies up there, like with killer clowns and trick or treat. Yeah. I think Mars attacks for me works so well. Cause it's a throwback to like the 50 sci-fi, which is right there with horror and everything like that. It just feels like old timey classic, but like amazing at the same time. I love it. And like you were saying earlier, like I could see this being like a palate cleanser after like watching a woman get sold in half and terrifier. Exactly. But yeah, Mars attacks. I'm glad spirit got the memo this year and started putting it everywhere. I finally did see one of the animatronic um, acts that they had out, and it's really awesome looking. I saw it too. I wasn't crazy on the limbs, looked too like foamy, but the rest of it looked cool. Well, that's like the Leatherface animatronic they have. Looks so bad. What is yes. wrong with his legs and his face? Lowe's has a good one. I saw this. Year. Yeah, theirs is awesome. But yeah, great one on Mars Attacks. That's a fucking fun movie. I rewatched it again like not long ago, just randomly. I was like, oh, I forgot how much fun this was. Movie holds up so good, doesn't it? It really does. Well, staying on a little bit of the same track, because Tim Burton did Mars Attacks right after he filmed Ed Wood, because I feel like Tim Burton wanted to do his own kind of B-movie in that same kind of vein. And... Ed Wood is about Ed Wood, who directed Bride of the Monster. I, I thought I knew where you were going, but you were taking lots of detours here. <laughs> Would you go on Bride? Okay. Okay, yes. Bride of the Monster. Very true. Very good pick. Ed Wood's most famous movie is Plan 9 from Outer Space. Absolutely love it. Feel like Bride of the Monster is a bit more of a Halloween-ish movie. Where you yeah, get a lot more, lot more Bella... You get Tor Johnson as like an actual monster, not just a cop that can't speak, right? Yes. Me me go to bed. <laughs> the time for time go, go to, to bed. bed. That's it. You, you get Lobo running into the scenery and making it shake. You got the stairwell that goes the wrong direction. Um, yeah. And you get Bella chewing the scenery. 
Bride of the Monster is actually a perfect Halloween watch because it's like crazy mad scientist, um, a monster, aka an octopus, but all this kind of stuff. It's actually a very good Halloween pick. There's a random explosion, and you have to have you have to watch Bella during Halloween. You have to. It's a requirement. Yes. All right, but we're going Bride of the Monster for you. Let's see. Uh, Bella played Dracula. Let's kick up, say on our vampire kick. We're going with the Lost Boys. This is another one, like Mars Attacks, that actually does pop up most years for me on Halloween Day. This is one that, yeah, usually um, in October, I'll watch it. It's a a really, it's a good vampire movie. Not one of my favorites, but I do enjoy it quite a bit. I think the atmosphere is why I'm giving this the Halloween watch so much, so many times. Like, it just feels perfect, and like, the cheesy, gothy theme song for it and everything fits so well, like... I just picturing hearing this, looking outside, seeing all the leaves flying around, and that like brown leaf trick or treaters, the whole shebang. I just feel like Lost Boys goes perfect. If you haven't seen Lost Boys? Do yourself a favor. Why are you listening to me right now? Go watch it. And you, I've, I can't wait to like see the other two at some point. Oh, they're bad. They're really bad. I, they're so bad that Walmart has just Lost Boys for ten dollars, or the three movie set for twelve dollars. <laughs> It's, it should almost be the other way around. The three movie <laughs> sets should probably be cheaper. It's seven. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, well, very nice one on the vampires. And what's another weird mystical thing that goes along with Halloween? Witches. And so this is like my one modern pick, I think. And it's the Vavitch or witch or whatever you want to say. Okay. I toyed with this one. It didn't make my list or my backups, but it did get tossed around for me. I thought about it. This is one that I've, uh, I think I've only see, uh, watched it like three or four times. Um, I just saw it for the first time not that long ago when we covered it, whenever that was. Um, and, but I really enjoy it, and I think the atmosphere would really lend to a great Halloween night kind of thing. Um, you got Black Phillip, you got a bunch of Satan stuff, there's a baby disemboweled and torn apart but they didn't have the balls to show it um <laughs> yeah i don't think that made the cut no um the but which no, is the- great for as much as like it's a slow burn movie it's so good it doesn't feel nearly as long as it should feel no um and the ending is definitely worth it once you get to it it's like okay it's actually a good payoff they're not building to something it's like oh that's it no it's fun yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a movie that if you if your Halloween day consists of just watching a bunch of horror movies, which I've had those ones where nothing else is really going on, yeah. just me watching movies the whole day, I feel like this could be an awesome closer just because of the subject matter. I'm going The Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's really good. That's everything together. That's such a classic like kind of story with the Cabin in the Woods story thing, but it's just completely different. Yeah, so... Minor spoilers for Cabin in the Woods, I guess, but like, you know, it's just bringing it all together and showing how it's connected. And it can almost put any horror movie into one universe then. So it'd be really fun to put at the end of like a big marathon and everything like that. It's like cannibalistic, cannibalistic zombie family. <laughs> the yes, merman. Right, zombie torture family. Yes. Yes. And I love the payoff of the merman. It's so good where the one guy's like, I want the merman. It's like, oh, but the cleanup's horrible. 
Man, you know people talk about they wish they could see like twists in movies for the first time again. That yeah. this would be one of mine that I would love to like somehow have wiped from my mind and rewatch it. I remember seeing this in theaters and it was so fucking awesome. Like this is just one of those oh, I guess I'll go see it. Like it looks like an okay horror movie. Like oh shit, this is awesome. And you can pretty much make this the sequel to any horror movie you've ever seen. Yeah. But very nice pick. Next, I'm going to go in the exact opposite way of modern horror and pick Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Good pick. I watched this around Halloween last year, I remember. It is so much fun. This is another one, like you were saying, like a good palate cleanser of Abbott and Costello are so funny. The jokes hold up. We get Bella back finally as Dracula. Only ever played him twice in the movies. Insane. But it's just so great. And I love, too, that fucking Dracula is finally, like, just completely in charge. He's just bossing the Frankenstein's monster around. Yeah. Which lays the groundwork for a lot of, like, the kind of crossover stuff we get later. We already said Monster Squad, something like we covered this month, Van Helsing, things like that. You know what I mean? It really lays the groundwork for all of that to come. And I like, I really like that they treat the monsters still really seriously. But Abbott and Costello can be as goofy and wacky as they want to be, but Bella is still, like, trying to eat people. Yeah, which is the way it works. Like, you know, they have, like, the straight man and the funny guy, but, like, in this way, they're both kind of the funny guy and the monsters are the straight man if you were to break it down the comedy that way. Oh, yeah, I love the story about, I I think it was Glenn Strange. It's the um, scene where uh, Costello, I believe, was, like, feeling around and like setting on him and if you look at his face frankenstein's face he's trying so hard not to laugh but you get a couple of those like the sides of his mouth like perk up a little (laughs) bit (laughs) all right um when we covered this month i'm gonna go idle hands oh very fun uh one that i just saw for the first time this year yeah i think this is a fun one and this is it's all about, like, it ends at, like, a Halloween dance, everything like that. There's Halloween decorations throughout. And it's just, like, a fun, especially if you partake in a certain substance, this movie definitely is a good way to end that night. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a fun, like, 90s stoner comedy, horror comedy type thing. Yeah, some of the things are very dated, but to me, it's just, like, part of the charm of this movie. Like, oh, I remember that time. Yeah. So, yeah, Idle Hands. I like it. And there's a plug. There's a selfless plug, Greg. You did one. We covered it this month. That's not me saying I'm in the movie. I'm sorry that I just get to be in major motion pictures now with famous horror hosts. Oh, yes. I see. Next, I'm going to go. Well, I've been talking. I started a childhood. I have gone all around of stuff that I've been watching more recently. I'm going back to childhood. And a movie that I still, well, special, that I still watch every year and is a must-watch. And that's, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. It's a must-watch every single year. You uh, you have to own it because you never know if they're going to actually show it on television anymore. But showing it for decades, now all of a sudden they're going to take it off. But it is the classic. I know Greg's looking at me. He's giving me looks. But a Charlie Brown goes trick-or-treating. He keeps getting a rock. What kind of horrible, shitty adults are giving the children rocks? 
Also, I feel All like right. that invites for retaliation of where now I'm going to throw said rock through your window. Exactly, because it's trick-or-treat night. Okay, so the peanuts to me. I think for the time when they were coming out, they were probably all the rage. And I get some of it's heartwarming and stuff. I don't like them. I think they're boring. And when I say I hate the peanuts, I don't hate them. They're whatever. I will hate if someone tries to make me watch them. I have no interest in ever watching anything peanuts in my life. I think they're the most boring, big-headed kids in the world that I've ever seen, and I can't stand them to watch them. How you find this entertaining is beyond me. There's also, like, religious undertones, which I'm not religious at all, so I don't know why I like the Peanuts so much. Snoopy's so cute. Yeah. Oh, they're pulling the football away? Oh, they're just trying to be funny. Oh, they're gonna... No, that's classic. No, they're just trying to tell the same joke a thousand... That was me taking a Brett line, if you're a new listener. But yeah, no, I, I don't care for the Peanuts in the slightest... One thing I never got about their Halloween special is why there's this whole thing with Snoopy fighting the Red Baron during World War One. Even I as a know. child, I was like, why is there this history thing in the middle of my Halloween special? I, I'm speechless slightly. I'm not gonna I have nothing to contribute to this. I think this is just because I grew up watching it and it's just nostalgic for me. And it was like, oh, I remember elementary school. I was under the impressions we had to keep this in the horror or horror-adjacent genre. It's Halloween. That doesn't mean anything. There's that's, pumpkins. There's that's the great pumpkin are, is coming. We don't know if he's scary or not. It could be It could be Pumpkinhead. Okay. I, I hope, and he eats all of them. <laughs> Alright, so we're going from that. We're going to go... I think I watch this one, I, this is an any time of year watch for me. I think I enjoy the Halloween watches of this movie because it reminds me of, as you've been saying, back to childhood. I'm going to go with Scream because I grew up in the 90s and everyone had the ghost face mask. And like, so it felt like a Halloween thing for me when I was a kid. So I'm going to go Scream. I agree with you now. Back in the day when I was in elementary school and Scream was all the rage and everyone dressed as Ghostface hated it. I was like, none of you are imaginative. You have no imagination. Go back to the good side. I was still dressing as Jason. I mean, now, I was definitely... I was Jason and Ghostface on separate years. You can like both. Now, I've learned that now. I used to be hardcore like, <laughs> no, I am team Jason and that's all I can be. Um, I had that sick ghost face mask that had the wire that ran down your sleeve with the heart and you squeezed oh. it and the blood ran down the mask. That thing was the coolest thing in the world. That thing f did actually like fucking rule. I saw it. They still make it. It's at Spirit Halloween with the heart. Oh, that's cool. But that's all a way to say I know Scream doesn't really have as much to do with Halloween, but just probably specific more to people our age. That's why Scream's on here. And it's oh, yeah. a horror movie about horror movies. You're winding down your night. Okay, what's our final pick of the night? We already watched Trick or Treat, Halloween 78, a bunch of the other movies we listed. You can't go wrong with putting Scream on. No, it's a very good pick. Um, I also love, like, to go back to the mask thing real quick. There'd be, like, the kids with just the normal ghost face. And then, like, you'd get the pimp strutting in with his bleeding heart ghost face that bleeds on the mask. Like, hey, guys, look at this. And everyone's jealous. 
That was me flexing on all those regular ghost face kids. Oh, Greg has a green, like, ghost face costume with rhinestones. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got next? Next, I'm going to go with Fright Night. Fright Night! It's one of my backups. I'm glad you got to pick it. I love Fright Night so much. This is like a later in life like find that I've had. And I, was, I can't believe I didn't know about this so much sooner because it's so up my alley. You got It's technically there's Charlie Brewster against vampires. No, it's Peter Vincent, the amazing horror host that shows like knockoff Hammer movies is the real hero. He has such an arc where he gets fired from his station, his ratings are shit, he meets up with Charlie and Ed and, like, their group, and they go off. He doesn't believe them at first. Finally, he's like, oh, shit, vampires are real, freaks out, runs away, regains his, like, composure, comes back and saves the day, and then he gets to go back on television and he's showing slasher movies now. Dude, Fright Night is legitimately a perfect movie. I I love Fright Night so much. Like, there's... I don't know if you can explain why it's such a good movie. It's, like, in the direction and the acting and everything like that. Man, it's so fun. Everyone is on in this movie. Jerry is menacing, but, like, charming at the same time. Charlie's, like, a clueless kid. Peter Vincent is just being the best, like, Vincent Price that you... Peter Cushing combo that you could be... Ed is just fantastic. <laughs> She's working nights! Dinner's in the oven! Like, it's great. Uh, it's so good. So, and Greg and I have Fright Night autographs. Where Steel yes, City do. Con has My their big Evil Dead table. ones right there. Yeah. Or what, you got Ed? I got oh, Charlie. Evil Ed, sorry. Yes, yes. Yeah, because I had to get Charlie because Peter Vincent is on the poster. I gotta get Peter Vincent. Roy McDowell. Oh, dude, do you know what I learned after, like, I didn't mention in the episode when we covered it, um, in Renfield, the exploding Pope at the beginning of that movie, that's Charlie from Fright Night. I, I learned about that afterwards as well, and I was like, fuck, that is so fucking awesome that they're bringing, like, vampire alumni into this movie. Yeah, I thought that was so cool, like, I'm like, oh, what a good idea once I realized that. It's a shame that movie bombed! I know, it was so fucking <laughs> the good! The movies we got this year, come... I know that's not our listeners, of course no. not. No, no, no. No, our listeners are good people. Yes, of course. But yeah, Fright Night, it's a movie about a horror host. It's right up Brett from the Mitch and Z's alley. And with vampires. How could it get better? I feel like I'm going to say this next pick and then just let you talk more about it, because I'm shocked it hasn't come up yet. I feel like you were purposely holding it off to see if I'd use it so you could get to use one of your extra picks. <laughs> I'm... I'm going to go with Dracula. Really? Okay, sure. That's one that I thought was, uh, for me, that would be like saying Halloween. In my book, if I said it. For you, but I do think in general, it's not one of the must-watch on Halloween movies for the general population. So I think it fits here. Like, I think this is a good recommendation we could give to anybody. So much. Thank you, Greg, for this nice gift. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you got fucking Bella Lugosi. You got Dwight Fry. It's just chewing the scenery, both of them together. Like, Lugosi's so good, but Fry, like, kind of steals the show a little bit with his performance. Just, rats, rats, 
thousands, millions of them with their glowing red eyes, and they're all mine. I mean, Dracula is the king of the monsters, and this is, like, the... Like, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on here with you, but, like, it's the Dracula depiction is Dracula 31. Like, that's what everything goes back to, is that. So, I realized we went kind of vampire-heavy on this list. That wasn't intended. It just ended up happening. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Dracula. Well, vampires are very Halloween-y, you know? Yeah, true. Bats, like, because vampires, you, the old Bats, like, nighttime, like, creepy graveyards and fog. Yeah. But, th- oh my, uh, there's just so much I could say about Dracula. It is like a perfect atmospheric movie for Halloween. The black and white alone is so good. The lack of music, like there's very t- little music because this is one of the first talkies. Um, is like, just like, because you're so bombarded with a soundtrack now. If you saw Oppenheimer, that's just a three hour soundtrack. This is just like, you can feel like the, you can hear the film being like recorded on basically like you hear the grain so it's just like you get real tense in your house like turn off all the lights if you have a projector project it looks even better it's it's a fun like if you if you sit outside like on halloween for some reason maybe you're having a fire handing out candy whatever yeah turn on the projector that'll be a fun time yes oh my god dracula is the like best movie ever all right what's your ending Oh, so I I can kind of play around now because I have like seven backups and then I have my main one. So I'm going to see what do I want to pick as my last one? You know what? I'm going to go a little different because we've been very kind of like gothy, heavy, very vampire, like you said, like classic old school, like real atmospheric stuff, which is great. But I'm going to pick brain damage. Oh, that'd be cool. Where it's another one where it's like a kind of funny and stuff because Elmer Zachary is so good. I love his voice and you get a little Zachary performance throughout this whole thing, which is always a bonus for Halloween. Um, But it's also like super, super gory. It's a space slug that eats brains. But he's like, he has the most charming eyes and voice. Oh, El Aylmer is such a cool character. Um, Henenlotter has the style in his, what I'll call his big three. So that's Frankenhooker, Basket Case, and Brain Damage. Right. That, like, they would honestly pair so well as a triple if you would just sit down and watch all of them. And you get a little crossover in this one, to be honest. But Brain Damage, I don't know if I'll say it's the standout. Because I can't actually put one above the rest of them. Like, right. they're like my kids. I love them all. But yeah. brain damage is a great pick out of them. I feel like the Mahoning Drive-In needs to do that triple feature and get Frank Hennenlotter there signing. He's still alive, people. He does cons in Pittsburgh. Yeah, let's make that happen. Yeah, Throbbing with Horror presents the Frank Hennenlotter triple feature at the Mahoning, and we interview him. Um, okay, so to end mine, let me see, I have a good mix here. Like you said, I'm going to take it out of the serious gothy. I'm going to jump it over to what our intern is going to yell at me and say is an all-year watch, but I'm going to say Ghostbusters. Okay, yeah, I could see that. This this pops up on Halloween a good bit for me. Not every year, because I have a big Slimer outdoor Halloween direct, 
decoration. So to be honest, usually by the time Halloween rolls around, it's been on my mind enough from looking at it outside all, all month that I usually wind up watching Ghostbusters. And this is a movie that shows up on Freeform all the time during their 31 days of Halloween. What's, it used to be ABC Family, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's still Freeform. I don't have cable anymore, so I'm a Neither little behind on the times. But yeah, it was Freeform after that. But I see their, like, their list come out, and uh, uh, Ghostbusters is always on there like 10 times. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, if you guys have cable, maybe ignore that suggestion because you've probably already seen it enough this month. But if you're like me and you're streaming or Blu-ray DVDing, yeah, go with Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. And it is like such a great movie to go back to. A lot of times I'll say, and I do love the movie, but I'll be like, oh, it's kind of like, of course, you're going to say Ghostbusters. Oh, well, you could say Halloween next. But it is. Oh, no, really I can't so say good. Halloween. That was against the rules. I should have put Ghostbusters on there, too. But it's a great movie. I do love it. Yeah. And that's uh, you want to run down our lists? Sure. I had, I don't have the order here, so. No. I had Mars Attacks, The Lost Boys, Idle Hands, Monster Squad, Ghostbusters, Terrifier, Scream, Dracula, Night of the Demons, and Cabin in the Woods. Honestly, take any of those ten, and that's a good Halloween movie to watch on the day. Oh, definitely. Um, I have Fright Night, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, The Witch, Bride of the Monster, The Old Dark House, Mr. Lobo Presents the Visitants on Cine uh, Cinema Insomnia, Objection! Uh, the, w <laughs> the WNUF Halloween Special, Ernest Scared Stupid, Night of, uh, and Brain Damage. Yes. And I had a real quick little thing that I thought of, just personally, because I love, like, I love YouTube. I'm usually on YouTube if I'm not just, like, watching a horror movie. So there's all these channels I love that do get really into Halloween. And a couple of them really helped me find some of these movies that I love today I found in, like, high school off of these YouTube channels. So... If you're a YouTuber and you're really into watching that, check out um, Cinemassacre's Cine Monster Madness. He's done it for like over a decade. It's like uh, James Rolfe does little like few minute little tidbits about each movie, but he does 31 days, which gave us our idea for last year where we did 31 reviews in 31 days. It was so much fun. Um, But their countdowns are so great. You can find some real like uh, sneaky like movies you really wouldn't probably know about otherwise. Like I still really want to watch the coffin Joe series. Well, we even try to do that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like how we did WNUF around October one year. Yeah. Last year we did deranged and killer nerd. Like I would try to do some lesser known ones, Jacob's wife, things like that. So we try to not just do hits for the same reason. Like you were saying, nerd, 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 nerd. <laughs> Um, also, Red Letter Media is a huge one that I love. Uh, they um, do, like, reviews throughout the month. They don't do 31, but they do, like, mostly just focus on horror. And then there's always a big best of the worst, um, like, two-hour-long Halloween special at the very end where they talk about three movies. That's always really great. And Hack the Movies can be pretty good for, like, some of their, like, countdown lists. Like, I like his ratings lists, or if he goes through, like, back, like, he did back characters of Texas Chainsaw recently. I enjoyed that. Yeah, also, Throbtober. Throbtober, too. Check out Throbtober. That's number one. That's the most important. Let's be real here. 
Also, real quick on a YouTube thing, Chiller Theater, which was Zachary's um, show, has been uploading whole episodes on YouTube. So if you search Chiller Theater, you can watch whole Zachary episodes, and they are phenomenal. Oh, cool. I might actually do that. And that's the little bonus thing that I came up with at the very end, like 10 minutes before we started recording. Yeah, there is a... Just look, whatever your thing is. Like, I don't do YouTube as much as Brett, but, like, there's a ton of good, like, other horror creators right now. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking Hacker Slash, Horror Movie Club, um, Horror Movie Night. You know, all the, like, a bunch of other great horror movie podcasts are doing their thing this month. So, after you listen to each day's new Throbtober episode, Twice. go out there. This is a great time of year, like, if you're into this kind of stuff, because there's so much content coming out on any. On everything about horror movies. Not only that, there's also so many new horror movies coming out. This is like peak form, me and you, I can say, and probably you listening. Oh yeah, this is Brett from Dimension Z at his most powerful. Yeah. But unless you have anything else, man. No, that's all I got. I hope everyone's enjoying Throbtober. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying Throbtober. Once again, we put a lot of work into it. We always love doing all the extra episodes. Can't wait to like do it again next year. Who knows what we'll have planned. Um, and we hope that this spooky list of things to watch alternatively on Halloween has left your brain throbbing with horror.